Parenting today isn't easy, but with God on your side, you have the winning advantage. How can you get out there today and fight for the soul of your family instead of hiding out or succumbing to distractions? It's time for Parenting Truth from the Life of Gideon. I'm Arlene Pellicane, and this is the Happy Home Podcast. Strengthening you and your family. (laughs) Welcome to the Happy Home Podcast with your host, Arlene Pellicane. I'm so glad you joined me for part two of my message, Leave Me Alone, I'm Hiding in the Bathroom. Have you felt that way? Like that you wanted to sneak out and go to the bathroom and not come out for another hour. You know, sometimes we can hide with our phones. We look like we're very busy. Oh, mommy's very busy. But we know if we were true to ourselves, we are just hiding out here. Well, if you didn't listen to part one, I want to invite you to listen to that. But we're going to pick it right up now with part two of this message, and it's about the life of Gideon and how he was hiding from his enemies. And many times we as parents, we're hiding out from our kids, from our issues, from our struggles. But God gives this statement to Gideon, I am with you, mighty warrior. And on that statement, we're going to continue building today. So know that God says to you, I am with you, mighty warrior mom. I am with you, mighty warrior dad. On the last podcast, we ended with a story of my husband James when he was in second grade. He got lost in a very big city. And sometimes we can feel lost like God has abandoned us. But as I shared, he did get found eventually by his parents. And so we pick up today with a time where my son, Ethan, got a little lost as well. Let's get started. When Ethan was two, we were in Walmart, and you know what toddlers are like? They stop at everything. They stop, oh, look at this, oh, look at this, oh, oh, it goes like this, you know. So he was stopping at everything. So when he was stopped at something, some Thomas the Train thing, I kept walking, and James hid. And then Ethan was looking at his little Thomas the Train thing, and then he looks up, right? He doesn't see us. Oh, and then he starts crying. Where are my parents? He starts crying. And then a well-meaning, you know, mom is coming by and James is like, no, 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 you know, training in progress. No, 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 you know. So she like ducks away and then he cries for, you know, 15, 20 seconds. And then he comes and he scoops him up. He says, Ethan, I was watching you the whole time. You were not alone. But this is a big store. And when you're in a big store, it's easy to get lost. So when we're walking around, you've got to keep your eyes on mommy and daddy, okay? Make sure you know where we are, okay? And he's like, okay, okay. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I could walk through the store with my children and know like, oh yeah, they're back there somewhere. (laughs) They're back there somewhere. Because they're like, my mom's going to leave us if we don't catch up with her. And you know what? With the Lord... Sometimes we're like, Lord, you abandoned me. Like, I'm here all by myself. And the Lord's like, I've been watching you this whole time. I've had my eyes on you, but you just got a little distracted. You're looking at Thomas the Train. You're looking at Pinterest. You're looking at too many sports videos. Whatever it was, you were looking at stuff, and you got a little distracted. And you know what? I've been here the whole time. I have not abandoned you, but you've kind of wandered off. And that's what had happened to Israel. They had done evil in the sight of the Lord. They wandered off. And they're thinking, God, why did you abandon us? And God's like, I haven't left. 
You are the one that abandoned me and my ways. And so as parents, for us not to just say, okay, I'm a Christian, I'm going to heaven, God's gonna comfort me, great, put the Bible in my pocket, and okay, Lord, let's go this way. But instead to realize, wait a minute, I'm supposed to follow Christ. I'm supposed to be the one that says, Lord, what should I do next in my parenting? Lord, I've got a problem here. What should we do with this child? Lord, show me what to do. And for us to follow him, instead of getting distracted by pop psychology or what my neighbor said or what this post said, and so now I've got to do the same thing as my, as my friend. Don't get distracted by that. And keep your eyes on Jesus, and that will help you to know you're not abandoned at all. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. So that first statement, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior, you have not been abandoned. Sometimes we get distracted, but we've got to keep our eyes on him. The second statement given to Gideon is this, Go in the strength you have and save Israel. Go in the strength you have and save Israel. See these verbs, go and save. They're not like retreat and hide or retreat and maintain the status quo. It's no, no, no. Go in the strength you have and save Israel. Judges 6, 14 and 15. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, Gideon says, but, you know, there it is again. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. It could be someone saying, you know, pardon me, Lord, but have you seen how many hours I have spent in counseling? <laughs> and you think I'm going to save my family? And here is Gideon saying, we're the least. And of the least, we're the least family. And then of the family, I'm the least member of the family. And isn't it so encouraging that God uses the least qualified and he does the unexpected through ordinary people who will simply hear the call, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior, and act on it. So God here is saying, go in the strength you have and save Israel. I love that he says, go in the strength you have. It's not like go after you get your education or go after you get more experience or go after you've been under the tutelage of a mighty warrior. It's go in the strength that you have. Do not procrastinate. Don't wait for tomorrow to do things different in your parenting. Think this is the day I've got and this is the day I'm going to act. Go and save in the strength that you have. Don't wait for tomorrow when you'll feel better equipped. Now, this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be seeking help because go in the strength that you have. You might look at the circle of friends and family members around you and you might realize there is a lot of wisdom here that I can seek. So the strength that you have may be a brother, a sister, a coworker, a friend, a pastor that you can ask advice and say, have, have you ever had this with your child? What in the world should I do? Does your teenager ever say this? What, how should I respond? Look for that mother or that father that's 20 years down the road and ask them for godly wisdom. We need that godly wisdom passed from one generation to the next instead of just taking like Facebook polls. Well, what do you all think we should do? 
And it's like, well, I had one friend that was so like upset because one person had posted, you know, my child has a 103 fever, what should I do? And she wanted to say, call your pediatrician, like stop reading all these Facebook posts and call the expert. And so many times we have experts around us who can help us. So take advantage of that. Go in the strength that you have. You may not feel qualified with your teenager right now or with your children. You may be a grandparent who's doing this all over again with a child child and you're thinking, wow, I had a lot more energy the first time doing this. And wherever you're at, go in the strength you have and save Israel. I remember becoming a mom and I was not ready to become a mom. I was never that woman that loved babies and knew what to do. I was the woman that'd be like, oh, that's a very cute baby. I don't want to touch your baby because I wouldn't want to hurt it. And I don't know what to do with that baby, but you're a very cute baby, you know. So when I became a mom, it was like, okay, I have this baby now. So I put my hands under the armpits and I hold tight and I scoop, right? And that was like, I'm like, okay, I, I got this, I got this. And then I put the baby down. Okay, good, that was me. And early on, I had some friends visit me and one of them wasn't even a mom. And she came in and she's like, oh, your baby is so cute. I love this baby. And she was like tossing him all around. And I was like, how are you doing that? I just take the baby, hold the baby, hold the baby, set down the baby, you know? And she's like, whoa, I love your baby. So cute, you know? So I was like, I feel so ill-equipped to be a mother. I don't even know what I'm doing. And I asked my friend, I said, I don't know how to hold a baby. Can you show me how you did all that like Superman football-y thing, you know? And she showed me. And you know what? It can be humbling to ask for help when you're like, I don't know what to do with my kid's phone. I don't know what to do with this. You can ask for help around you. Go in the strength that you have. Save Israel. And don't wait for someone else to rescue your child. Don't wait for someone else to be the one praying for your child. If you are not the one praying for your child, who is? And so if you see, wow, my child is slipping academically, then you be the one to go in there and save. Don't, don't, don't put that on the teacher. The teacher has lots of kids. These, this is your child. So you go in and you start doing those multiplication tables or you start saying, sorry, collecting the iPad, getting you a tutor, you know, whatever it is that you go in there and do something, be active. Don't be passive and let your child just fall through the cracks, but instead be active and say, go and save Israel. I'm going to go and save my child. And with every breath in me, I'm going to pray for this child. If this child is wayward, I'm going to pray that God can fix this child, that God brings this child back to home. There's a wonderful group called Moms in Prayer, and they pray for schools and for kids. I am in a weekly Moms in Prayer group, and then I know my kid is getting prayed for. Go in the strength that you have and do something. Don't just be passive. Well, it'll work out. And I'm also not saying don't put everything on you. You might do everything right, and your kid still might go sideways, and that's okay. But you've done what you could. And that's important. So go in the strength you have and save Israel. And that third statement is, you will strike down all the Midianites. You will strike down all the Midianites. Judges 6.16 says this, the Lord answered, 
I will be with you. Because he's like, how is this going to happen? I will be with you, the Lord answers, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. I'm sure this sounded very far-fetched to Gideon. He's like, do you see me? I'm hiding from the Midianites, and now you're telling me I'm going to be a mighty warrior, I'm going to go and save Israel, and I'm going to strike them all dead. You know, did I get this right? You know, this is preposterous. And sometimes as a parent, you might feel like, my child on track, serving God as a loving and responsible human being? Are you kidding me? (laughs) But you know what? Yes, this can happen. With God, this can happen. So you may not have a Midianite, you know, at school waiting for your child, but you have other things waiting for your child to strike them down. Your child may be waiting to strike you down (laughs) when you get home. Your child may be ready to be the Midianite in your life when you leave this beautiful, calm sanctuary. But you know what? The things in your children that you do not like, you can with God say, we're going to strike these down. We're going to get the evil out of our home and we are going to reclaim this home for Christ. That is doable. And one of the things you have to strike down when you have little ones is that whole toddler tantrum mentality that kind of grows into the preschool tantrums, that grows in the elementary school tantrums, and I guess go to the teenage tantrums. So I have gone behind enemy lines, my friends. And I have a video for you from my girl when she was three. And she is going to show you how the other side, the playbook of the other side, okay? So she's gonna explain tantrums and you are gonna see how a kid, you know when a kid's throwing a tantrum and you just think like, whoa, this is like, wow, when will this ever end? But they can turn on a dime and all of a sudden it's over and you're like, what was, how'd you do that? She's gonna tell you. Now she's gonna ask for a baby bell And you're going to be like, what's a baby bell? And it was a round piece of cheese, baby bell cheese, that I used to give her. All right, take a look. Okay, Noelle, you're going to show us what are some things you're not supposed to do as a child. Okay, how are you not supposed to ask for things? Can you get me a baby bell, please? That's right, we do not ask like that. What else are you not supposed to do? Right, you don't yell, you don't scream. You also don't whine. How do you do that? You don't whine. Like this. That's right. And you don't do that wiggle thing you do. Show like, Can you give me a baby bear, please? That's right. And that thing you oh and you do that, stand up. Stand up and show me that one. So you go like that and then when you go like yeah, you go like yeah. That's right, you don't ask like that. So how would you ask if you wanted a baby bell cheese? How would you ask? Can you give me a baby bell cheese, Mom? That's exactly how you would ask. Very good. And thus concludes this lesson from Noelle. Thank you, Noelle. Welcome. So now you know. You know it's an act. It's an act. They can turn it on and they can turn it off. These are tricks. And we can win. And when you say no, 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 okay, fine, no, 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 they will realize that okay, fine thing. And just like a gambler at the slots, they'll just keep pulling. They'll just keep pulling until they get that okay, you can. So be consistent. Let's strike down this Midianite of whining and complaining and tantrums. And if you are consistent, no, 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 over and over again, guess what? They go, oh, this doesn't work. And they try you in another area. But I tell you what, 
Let's huddle in. Let's be strong. Let's make sure they don't win because you are the mighty warrior mom or dad, and now you have gone behind enemy lines. Now, the other thing that is really important for today's parent is technology because technology today is much different than any other, than any other generation. You know, it used to be that the evils like drugs or smoking, uh, things like that, you can, if your child was addicted to those things, let's say as a teenager, that would be the real like, oh no, as a parent. But what would happen to a child that was addicted to those things? You could eventually take those things away and it wouldn't be part of their life. But what happens to a child who's addicted to video games or who's addicted to checking their social media all day long or who's addicted to texting all day long? We're not gonna take away that technology because they're gonna grow up to keep emailing, to keep having a computer, to keep having those things. So our kids have to learn how to manage all those things, or else they're gonna have it in their pocket all the time as they grow up. So it's a much different addiction than anything else that we have faced before. And we need to know what is our stance going to be. You know, the average child between eight and 18 spends a third of their life sleeping, a third of their life in school, and a third of their life on some kind of technology, on a phone, watching a television show, playing a video game. That does not leave a whole lot of time for family togetherness, for thought, for free play, for worship, for church, for reading the Bible, et cetera. Technology is stealing a lot of time from our parenting and with our children. New York Times bestselling author Adam Alter has a new book, and it is called Irresistible, the rise of addictive technology and the business of keeping us hooked. And he writes this, iPads make the job of parenting much easier. They provide renewable entertainment to kids who like watching videos and playing games. So they're a miracle for overworked and underrested parents, but they also set dangerous precedents that are difficult for kids to shake as they mature. In 2010, when the iPad came out, Steve Jobs stood in front of the world and for 90 minutes extolled the iPad. This is the best way to browse the web. This is an amazing way to navigate apps. You can check photos here. You can do all these things. This will revolutionize your life. Every family should own an iPad. This thing is amazing. And then he did not let his own children use one. So his family did not use an iPad, nor were they allowed to have an iPad, his children. And that tells us something about what Steve Jobs knew about the addictive nature of an iPad. You know, it used to be that I thought that technology was neutral, that it was just in the way that you used it, or it was in the programs that you watched, the games you chose to play. But you know for every, when your child looks at that screen and they're playing a video game or they're doing something, we have to realize there are a thousand people on the other side of that screen trying to make that experience as fun, pleasurable, and addictive as possible. Because the more your child plays, the more revenue they're gonna make with their games or with what they're buying. And so you've gotta understand that it is not this neutral thing of, okay, here, honey, have this, but it is really stacked against them. And so they need a mighty warrior parent to be unpopular and say, we're gonna put that away now. We don't have that at dinner or we don't use this on weekdays or however it is that you wanna do it. But to realize that technology is a modern day Midianite. 
It is something that has come against the American family and it is eroding the togetherness of families and the hard work that used to be associated with growing up. Now it's no work, it's all play, 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 play. And that's gonna be a problem as your kids grow up. And so we've got to do something as parents and say we will strike down these Midianites all together, that we will not allow our children to be addicted to screens. We will not have young adults launched into the world who need to be gaming seven hours a day. We will not have that. We won't have a teenage girl who's like so attached to her phone that to go 24 hours without her phone would make her twitch. Like we will not have this. And so we've got to say as parents, we are the mighty warrior. We're going to go and we're going to save. And we know we can do this because the Lord is with us. We will strike down all the Midianites together. So you might be sitting there and saying, I feel a little overwhelmed with my family situation. Or you could face a Midian at work that you're overwhelmed and you just would rather hide in the bathroom than go in and go back to work. And if it's a time where you want to retreat, it's okay. You go and retreat and recharge, but then come out swinging come out fighting and say, I will believe the word of God. And the words that were spoken by Jesus Christ to Gideon, I will claim them for myself that Lord, I know that you have these words for me in my situation. The first statement, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. You are a warrior. It's not the person next to you, it's you, you are a warrior. Go in the strength you have and save Israel, take action. Don't just be a passive watcher as things slide, but say, no, I'm gonna take action. Go and save. And lastly, you will strike down all the Midianites to realize if there is evil in the camp, I'm gonna do something about it. I'm gonna strike that down. And when my kid throws a fit, I'm just gonna be steady and firm and unshaken and unmoved. When my child asks me for that, whatever it is they're asking you for in technology, I'm gonna say, not yet. We're gonna wait, whatever it is. And you stand there and you strike down those things because when you encounter Jesus Christ and Jesus says to you, you're a mighty warrior, go and save them, I'll help you, I'm with you. That changes everything. Your parenting journey, your grandparenting journey with Jesus is different than if you were to go at it alone. And you know, Gideon, with all his mistakes, you know, all his like, but Lord, pardon me, Lord, and okay, now I'm gonna put the fleeces as you continue to read in Judges. You'll read about him testing over and over to make sure, is this right, Lord? Even Gideon, with his doubts, he was written about in the book of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, this great hall of faith, all these famous people from the Bible. Hebrews 11:32. and what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets. When you stand up today as a mom, a dad, a grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, you stand up and you say, I'm gonna be a mighty warrior for this family. I'm gonna fight for this family. I'm not gonna let the devil have this family. I'm gonna fight for this family. You will leave a legacy behind you that someday a girl or a boy might say, I serve God because my grandma did or because my grandpa did. You're gonna leave a legacy of faith in your wake and that's what we want, that's what we want. Ethan, when he was two, I used to call him little one. You know, he's little, little one, little one, little one. And one day he was like in the bathtub and I was like, little one, little one. And he said, don't call me little one. I'm not little anymore. Call me super champ. So I said, okay, super champ. 
So you might have walked in the sanctuary as little one, feeling like little one, but you walk out of the sanctuary like super champ. I am God's mighty warrior, not because of something special I've done, but because I serve a mighty living God who wants to work through me on behalf of my family. Call me super champ. Would it be okay if I prayed for you today? Let's pray. God, we just want to thank you that we can have these truths in our heart. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Go in the strength that you have and save Israel, save your family. Strike down the Midianites altogether. Strike down those enemies. And Lord, may this resonate in our hearts that we are mighty warriors, that you are with us, that you have assigned us for a role to protect our families, and that we can strike down the things, the evil that creeps into our home, that we can stand as a sentry over the gates of our homes and help us to do that today. Show us what to do. Show us what our kids need today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I am so glad you have been here with me today. If you know a mom or a dad who could really use this word of encouragement, I just encourage you, please share this podcast with them. Just send them a link and say, hey, I listened to this. I think you'd really be encouraged right now because I think right now we don't want to be lulled to sleep as parents. We want to be activated that, hey, this is important. We want to show up to be the parents for our kids and to get them on the path that God wants them to be on a path of blessing, obedience to their parents, non dependence on technology, all of those things. And if you're having trouble with technology, as always, go to happyhomeuniversity.com where we have resources and books like Screen Kids to help you manage tech in your home. You know, technology isn't all bad, and that's how we're reaching you today, but there are digital vegetables and digital candy. And digital vegetables, that's Access More, where you find this podcast at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Remember, you don't have to come from a happy home to create one. You too can have a happy home.